welcome to the She Talks Health Podcast, your source for information about all things women's hormonal health. I'm your host, Sophie Shepard. I'm the founder of She Talks Health and the co-creator of the 12-week Empower Her group gut and hormone program. I'm a certified functional health coach and a holistic menstrual health educator. This podcast was created to give you clarity about how to take control over your hormonal health using safer, natural options. I created this podcast to cover the widespread and complex health issues plaguing women today. From the rise of infertility to the epidemically high numbers of women with autoimmune disease to menstrual cycle problems, digestive issues, anxiety, weight gain, food sensitivities, mental, emotional, and energetic imbalances, and so much more. If there's a topic that you need answered, I encourage you to write us at podcast at shetalkshealth.com and we will try our absolute best to cover that subject. My greatest mission in life is to help women radically change their health and their lives by teaching them how they can use their hormones as their superpowers. So with that in mind, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Well, welcome back, everyone, to the She Talks Health podcast. This is your host, Sophie Shepard, founder of She Talks Health and the She Talks Health podcast. And I'm really excited today because we are going to be talking about the importance for bone health for women that are younger. So something we don't really think about until it's too late. So I'm really excited to have an incredible guest today, Dr. Susan Brown. She's the best-selling author of the Acid Alkaline Food Guide, which has actually been translated into seven languages. And Better Bones, Better Body. She is a noted researcher, inspirational speaker, and founder of the Center for Better Bones and Alkaline for Health. She has been at this for decades, and she has decades of experience authoring more than a thousand articles and produced hundreds of videos on pH balance, the alkaline diet, and natural bone health. So welcome to the show, Dr. Brown. Thank you, Sophie. I'm happy to be with you. I am too. This is such an important topic. Um, Today, I know we're going to talk a lot about some reasons why young people should be concerned with their bone health and things that they can do to support their bone health. Um, So let's dive right in into some of the reasons you believe that people shouldn't wait until it's too late to take care of their bones. Yeah, yeah. Let's start out with what I think are really six central reasons why young women should be thinking about their bone health. The first is that really maintaining bone health is a lifelong issue, and it has its roots in youth. The more bone you build when you're young, the more bone you're going to have when you get older. And we all lose bone as we age, but if we come in with a bigger storehouse, if we have better bone strength when we go into menopause and go on menopause, we're going to be in much better shape. And bone health is really talking about maintaining lifelong total body strength. So it's important to remember this is a this is a health a topic that we cultivate in youth, it's good to say, okay, let me just put a little bit of attention, strong bones, strong bodies. The second point, everyone loses bone as they age. And in fact, the average woman going from 35 to 85 is going to lose 45% of her bone mass and 45% of her muscle. And if you doubt this, just look at some older people and you say, okay, yeah. So if you do nothing, you're going to lose almost half of your bone mass and half of your muscle mass as you get into your 80s, your mid 80s. So it's a great time I always say it's a great time to pay attention because according to the National Osteoporosis Foundation, one out of two women will fracture. 
perhaps one out of five men, and you don't want to end up in that boat. You look around and see if you don't see someone who's losing a lot of height, maybe developed a kyphosis hump, maybe even a young friend of yours who's fractured. We are seeing more and more young people are fracturing now. As our modern lifestyle, we're going to talk about all the bone depleting factors of our modern lifestyle. We're going to talk about those and show you how to work on some of those. But very good to know everyone loses. You want to be a person who loses less, you know, as you go along. Peak bone mass is attained at 20, 20, 25. And after that, you start losing. By the early 30s, you're losing bone. And actually, I'm going to talk about some tests you can use to see how much you're losing. If, are you losing more than the average woman? your age. These are called bone breakdown markers. Very wise. And you know, an interesting thing is thin women lose more than heavier women and thin women fracture the spine, the hip twice as much as heavy women. Oh, that's so, so interesting. I have a client who's um, already losing too much bone mass because of a history of under eating and anorexia, they believe, and she's had more fractures and she's quite thin. And the good news about anorexia is that if you can get back to menstruating, you can rebuild that bone. The good news for young people is as long as you're, you know, say you're before 45, you can rebuild bone with exercise, nutrient, all these steps. Like I was mentioning to you before the talk, we're totally committed to this. I've been doing it for four decades now, and we have produced a really wonderful educational opportunity, which is a four-day online retreat called the Better Bone Solution. And we teach every single step of this program. Wow. So like, like your friend who says, hey, I'm fracturing already. If you're fracturing already, you should go sign up for that retreat. It's not expensive and it's a wonderful opportunity. We send all kinds of educational materials. We send a whole book with this. If you have a serious bone problem already in you, you want to pay really good attention. Everyone starts losing about late 20s, 30, your friend has other health issues that you really want to pay attention to. But the good news is you can rebuild. You can rebuild as long as you're still having some hormonal function. You know, I always say the fourth reason is why you should care for your bones early is you want to see the end first. You're young, you say, hey, what the heck, I'm going to live forever. But then sit down and look at some of your older people. See the people you want to be like. See the person that's out there at 80 playing tennis and 85 playing golf and happy with their life and, and then see the people that have become have big kyphosis or crippled maybe fracturing have back pain can't move about decide what you want because you're cultivating that with every step of the way and our modern diet our modern lifestyle works against good health so you have to be sort of different you have to stand up and say look i'm going to care about my health it's predicted that young people your age are going to live less long than their parents because of this very sedentary lifestyle, because of all the toxins in the environment, because we're depleting the soils of nutrients, many, many things. Mm -hmm. And so you, we have the potential to live to 110, 115, but no matter how long you want to live, think about carefully how you want to end up. And then you start working right today. You say, hey, okay, maybe I should do a little questionnaire that helps me see if I'm deficient. Like, do my gums bleed? Do I black and blue? Do I have leg cramps? This is called the Nutrition Detective Questionnaire that we have on betterbones.com. And we certainly offer that in the retreat. We go over all sorts of ways to assess what's actually happening to you so you can begin to take charge. See the end first. That's such a good point to make because, you know, as a health coach, I'm always kind of talking to women who are 
thinking about right now and then like, well, where do you want to be in six months? You have a choice. Do you want to continue feeling this way? Whatever that is, it's your bone health, it's your menstrual cycle, it's your hair loss, it's your weight. Where do you want to be? Because we get to choose. And this is kind of a different philosophy. And I love that you said, you know, stand up for what you want to happen because a lot of times we're told that we don't have control. So this is just so empowering to hear, hey, we actually have control over a certain amount of our bone loss. Oh, there's so many things you can do, but you must take the responsibility to learn because no doctor has time to show you. They'll just wait till you lose so much bone, put you on a drug. I always tell people, especially thin women, you either take charge or you're going to take bone drugs and for the rest of your life, not just for a while. But at at the age of you people, like before menopause, all that, there's several other things to know. One thing is that like the kind of program, the Better Bones, Better Body program, which is what I developed decades ago and is what is in the Better Bones solution. The idea is to build better bones and a better body that you don't do something for bone that's going to damage something like cause cancer or cause heart disease. We want to maximize all of health because bone is really about a total body health issue. Like your friends, emotional concerns, you get anorexia, you lose your period, a direct root to osteoporosis. You develop an autoimmune disease. You have to take steroids, a direct route to osteoporosis. So you want to have total body health. Really work on that. Work on any health concern will help. And I would just love for one second, we we have an episode um, where I went through uh, all the positives of progesterone and estrogen, and I talked about the bone health. And I would just love for just a quick moment for you to tie that together because people don't know how losing your menstrual cycle affects your bone health. So could you just explain the science behind why that is and why it's for women, you know, one and two will fracture right after, you know, menopause. So why, what's the connection to all our hormones? Well, you see, if this is where it's very important for you young woman. A quarter of the women in this country in Canada are deficient in progesterone. They they actually feel that they have good periods. The periods look good, but there's ovulatory dysfunction. There's luteal phase defect. The second half of the period is defective. They're not producing the progesterone they need. And that is a direct cause of weakening of bone. One of my great colleagues, Dr. Geraldine Pryor, P-R-I-O-R in Canada, is a famous endocrinologist. She's written extensively on this. And her campaign is to get the women, young women tested for progesterone. And you probably explained to people they can do these saliva tests and you can test hormones during the month and see if your estrogen, you know, goes up, then it's supposed to go down, progesterone yes. is supposed to go up. Very important. And how do you know if you have a lot of menstrual irregularities? Certainly women that have can't carry a pregnancy, that's often progesterone deficiency. In fact, she has on her website, you look up Geraldine Pryor, it's C-A-M-O-S. She has some self-help tests. You can go by symptoms to see if it's likely, how your mucus is and all that, if it's likely you're progesterone deficient. Really big point for young women, very important point. So important. Thank you for going into that. Sure. So the other thing is that bones play many roles. I mean, they give us structure, they're a storehouse for minerals, they're a storehouse for alkalizing compounds, they regulate calcium in the blood, they produce hormones we didn't know, they produce white blood cells, even bones respond to stress. And, and I'm not going to take the time to get into this here, but even before your adrenals respond to stress, bone does. And you take important bone building proteins out of bone to put them into the blood. So like, if you want more details, just look to my thousand articles or join us for this retreat. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm so, I did not know that about stress and your bones. Thank you for telling us that. Well, I have, I've written many articles in, in the retreat. We go in a long discussion. This was discovered at Columbia university. It's all to do about the bone protein osteocalcin. The point is bones serve many function and they need a lot of support. 
and we're going to discuss maybe the six areas of the support as far as the alkaline diet, as far as supplements, as far as loading them with exercise, dealing with the emotional concerns and hormonal balance. Bones do a lot, they need a lot. And they, the more you give them when you're young, the better chance they're going to serve you well a whole lifetime. Wow. The last thing that young women should think about before I get into, I know you have a bunch of interesting questions, but what women should consider, it's perfectly natural to have healthy bones. You look, every animal in the forest has healthy bones. Why is it so hard for us? Partly because our lifestyle is particularly depleting and particularly depleting for young women. Why? Number one, young women often want to be thin and that is an under eat. Under eating is a really big problem for bone. Or we say, I'm going to cut calories. You know, we lose weight and then we gain weight. All that stuff is very bad for bone. Now, the saving grace is when you're young, you can compensate. But you want to develop some regularity, eating irregularly. Dr. Pryor has found just worrying about gaining weight from eating food can cause bone loss. I mean, it's like the body is such a delicately fine-tuned mechanism and the emotions play such a big role. So you want to be, you want to say, well, okay, I'm going to try to work to have a stable weight. Maybe people consult with you if they say, okay, I kind of get into too much carb craving and this and that to correct the deficiencies that relate to craving sweets or all that. And then the other thing, of course, we're teaching young women that a lot of times that, that it's stylish not only to be thin, but to be kind of weak. You know, we don't get into building strength to understand the importance of having a good muscle structure. Muscle structure is muscle and bones form one single unit. So if your muscles are strong, you're like your bones are going to be strong. But if your muscles are weak, it's likely your bones are going to be weak. And nature is essentially saying, I'm not going to waste time and energy building bone you're not going to use. You have to show the body you're going to use bone. And you show it by hopping, skipping, jumping, lifting weights, putting a load on the bones. So we have seen people reverse osteoporosis with a load on bones, but you don't want to wait because you, as young people, you have a full set of hormones. You have a chance to build a lot of strength right now. Even though lifestyle is working against you, you can tune in and say, okay, I'm going to work on every six steps of this, of this Better Bones, Better Body program. Also, you know, excessive alcohol, very damaging to bone, recreational drugs, damaging. And certainly our major campaign, two of them have been, this alkaline diet, the average American diet is very acid forming, too much processed food, too much alcohol, too much protein, and it tends to drain bone. You must break down bone to buffer those acids or else the body can't survive. So the acidic diet, we've actually even developed a kit, an alkaline starter test kit where people can actually test their pH. They can learn the alkaline diet and they can get this kit. And because we're really a public interest group, I know we, we are providing a certain 10% discount on all of our materials and including our retreat for your audience. And I think it's, um, it's She Talks Health, the code right. she, they put in She Talks Health. And so if you say, look, I'm going to get on board, I'm going to start alkalizing my diet, and, and we can show you how to test to see if your diet is really alkaline. An alkaline diet is a high mineral diet. That's the important thing. Yes. So the diet, about minerals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. About the diet works against us. Also stress works against us. As I mentioned, we can talk more about that if you want. But the other thing is that we are surprised. We don't realize how common nutrient deficiencies are. Like in this United States, one out of three people doesn't even have one fruit or one vegetable a day. That's nationwide. 
And if you look at some of the statistics, I'm just going to tell you this the last little rampage here on statistics of the nutritional deficiencies are so much more widespread than we ever expected. You know, we're, we're like overfed, but undernourished. Yes. I love that uh, little quote. I mean, it's, it's really sad. And when you look at not just the way we, the lifestyle that we're just not eating fruits and vegetables, we're not eating mineral uh, rich foods, but also what you mentioned earlier about the soils being depleted. It's a, it's a lose, lose situation that we've got going on. What was your statistic that you wanted to say? I was going to show you this, they do natural national surveys of the U S you know, to see what the nutrient intake is. And just for the people who think, you know, I have so many people that say, oh, my diet's fine. And what we do is then we look at the pH and that helps us see the pH will tell you if you have enough minerals. If you say to me, how do I know if I have enough minerals? You get our little kit, you get some pH paper, you measure your first morning urine, you can tell. And it's largely magnesium that establishes the pH. So the national survey in this country, what does it show? The vitamin D, 94% people are deficient. You take something like calcium, still with all the calcium hype, 44% of the people still don't get adequate amount. Half the people don't get adequate magnesium. 100% of the people practically don't get enough potassium. Potassium is from the fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds. You need about 10 servings of fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, 10 or 12 to get your potassium level. Now, potassium is the one, I, I do a lot of mineral testing in my practice and I would say the majority of people are not, their potassium is like the, a one and it should be much higher. It's just complete yes. loss of potassium. Yes, it's a really big, and you see potassium right along with magnesium helps you alkalize, helps keep the chemistry in ideal pH balance so that every cell can function well without stress and strain of not having the proper pH. Many things, I've written a whole book on what happens when your pH gets a little off. That's the acid alkaline food guide. People are certainly welcome to get that at our site with this uh, She Talks Health code at a discount. But the deficiencies are much more widespread. Vitamin E, 88% of people are deficient mm-hmm. in vitamin E. We think, wow, we're, we're, we're well fed. But we have found with bone health, I mean, I've been doing this many decades. I find that it's very rare the person who can just use food alone to actually alkalize our chemistry and build bone because we just do not do enough activity to eat enough food, for example, to get that eight cups of vegetables. That's a lot because, you know, we don't, we aren't out there working all day long. Right. Um, We're sitting at our computers and we're sitting at our computers, right? So we have a little snack, a little sandwich, some chips, you know, but it's not going to do it. Also, we get into repair deficit. You have to take enough nutrients to repair. We've established through my books that there's 20 key bone building nutrients. These 20 nutrients I talk about on betterbones.com. We have developed formulas that have all these 20 key nutrients, and we have developed these in our product line, Alkaline for Life. We know that you have to alkalize the chemistry for optimum cellular functioning, and we know that's based on minerals. So we've developed a whole diet and a whole supplement program around this. And just like you said, magnesium, zinc, copper, manganese, boron, many things are important to bone. And most of them we don't have enough of. Absolutely not. I will say I run, I run the hair tissue test. I see every single person is deficient. I mean, every single person, it's just, it's across the board. And I think I get a lot of questions about, well, like, do I have to take this supplement forever? But it's kind of like what you said, the beginning of bone health, health in general. It's a lifelong yeah. endeavor. It's not like you just get to turn the off button. There's no, <laughs> I think it's really uh, interesting how some clients all approach it. Like, 
oh, there's this checklist. And if I do all these things, then I'm just good. And I'm done. And it's like, well, no, wait, wait a second. We've got to continue to, like you said, put weight on the phone and eat well and have all alkalize, yeah. alkalize. And so, I mean, you said 20. I, I know we don't have time to go through every single one. And it's so great that you have all these resources on your website, but could you talk a little bit about maybe the top three <laughs> that are yeah. so important? Because everyone just thinks, oh, you just, you have to take calcium if you want good bone health. But I know that vitamin K and magnesium and potassium and vitamin D, they all play a role. So what are some of the top, top? That's right. It's right. I mean, first top, top, of course, is vitamin D. You can swim in calcium if you don't have vitamin D. Right now, anybody can get their vitamin D tested. We actually, on our site, we, if your doctor doesn't do it, there's a little home test. You just send some blood in this wonderful little kit. Know your vitamin D level. You want at least a 50 to 60 level of vitamin D. They're finding a substantial reduction in breast cancer if you get to a 70 level. And there's so many wonderful benefits. Get your vitamin D tested out. Magnesium is a second real key nutrient. Half the people are deficient. Magnesium controls pH. Magnesium is more important to bone than calcium. Um, but so many of our foods are fortified. Even our almond milk is fortified. People are getting calcium, but they're not getting nearly enough magnesium. They're truly deficient in magnesium. So you can look at the magnesium foods, you know, the nuts and seeds and beans and all that, but people need to supplement. We strive for at least six, 700 milligrams of magnesium. We actually have produced an elegant magnesium product called ionized magnesium. And we've even figured out how to handle people who get a loose stool from magnesium. It's a whole issue of block to magnesium uptake. If you have that problem, they can call my office and they'll tell you what to take to correct that, to, to get magnesium into the cell. Magnesium, vitamin D, potassium is a real hidden one. Manganese, manganese is one of these trace minerals, really important. There was a basketball player, Bill Walton, in the 70s, and he kept fracturing. And I joke, the minute he fractured, many times, all kinds of doctors start studying him. Why did he fracture? I say a million old ladies fracture. Nobody bothers to look. A basketball <laughs> player, they bothered to look, and they found what was he deficient in? Manganese, zinc, and copper. These, he was a great big guy. He was on a macrobiotic diet, but he didn't have enough of those. Mm -hmm. So that is because they're kind of concentrated in the meats. And so... If a person is a vegetarian, much less a vegan, you really want to pay a lot of attention because our soils are so depleted. In fact, one of the campaigns we're working on is a campaign to for soils, to save the soils. It's, it's directed by Sadhguru, S-A-D-H-G-U-R-U, a famous Indian visionary and mystic who has brought together all the data from the World Health Organization showing in 60 years they will not be topsoil. I mean, because we're so depleting the soils with our commercial agriculture and with these environmental conditions, if you do not have a, a lot of bacteria and fungus and stuff in the soils, it's going to turn into sand. And this is happening in much parts of the world. So, I mean, young people, we got to buck up our courage because there's a, you know, the future has some challenges, but the young people are the ones who can take charge and take over and certainly first take care of your own health so you can have helped other people. Ooh, can we say that again for everybody? <laughs> first take care of your own health. I work with so many moms and yeah. um, it's hard for them to make that initial step to work on their health with me. But after they do, they're so grateful because it's impacting their kids, impacting their partner, whatever it is. We can't, we cannot help other people if we don't help ourselves first. It's in the airplane, right? When <laughs> we have to put the mask on in the airplane before we put it on somebody else. Right, right. So exactly. 
I'm it's so glad good. you mentioned magnesium, potassium, manganese. These are so crucial. Zinc, copper, boron. Yeah, there's so And we list actually the amount of each one you need. And we produced a product called uh, the alkalizing minerals. So it's good to take some of those. In addition, do your best with diet. I mean, get those eight cups of, you know, of vegetables and a few servings of fruits and lots of nuts and seeds and try to buy organic and try to work with your local farmers. All those things are really very important. But I've not seen people recover without supplements, except people that do extreme exercise, kind of weightlifting sort of exercise. You can build bone with that, but you still need the material to build the bone. I so agree. I have a, I had a client for many years who's in her fifties and we worked as she got her trainer and she's doing the working, the lifting. And, but we also remineral, we worked on her remineralization and her, she had osteoporosis when we started, she still has it, but her scores are going in the right direction, but she wasn't going to get there through food alone. And, you know, I think it's important to, to supplement. Now on your website, when you, you mentioned, we tell you exactly how much you need of everything. Does it change if you're a certain gender or certain height, weight, age, things like this? Or is it just kind of a universal number? Well, like things like vitamin D, we tell them what the target is. Things like magnesium, we know the target. Magnesium, you want your first morning urine to be 6.5. So you can judge your magnesium by the pH. In fact, if you took your audience and said, hey, if they'll just do one thing, get the pH test kit, learn how to develop an alkaline diet, and you're going to see, you'll see yourself whether you're very acid or whether you're very alkaline, and you'll see it change when you add minerals. You know, what happens is we have a formula that's got 20 minerals. So some people might just take one, and some people might just take four, according to the situ- how, how their pH goes, right? Great. So they can they can test themselves and then adjust the amount that they need right. based off the number. This is fantastic. And, and, if, and if anyone tells you, oh, I got a great diet, say, terrific. Let's put it to the test. Let's look and see what your pH looks like. Because wow. that's, it's, it's very well documented that we produce many too many acids and you need a lot of minerals to buffer those mineral compounds. And if you don't have them, your pH is going to be lower than 6.5. Only first morning in the urine, that's the only measurement you do. It's an equilibrated urine. Yeah, have some fun with that because it's something you can really measure. And, and the rest of all our nutrients are water soluble, except things like vitamin D and K. So if a person, if you're taking three and you only needed two, it's not going to be a big problem. But mm-hmm. we find that generally people underdo. And you also, our nutrients are really, they were developed by my mentor, a really famous physician, and they're very pure. So people see that people see the benefit. They can tell. But So you kind of t- titrate the dose. You mentioned vitamin K. Vitamin K is really important. Yeah. That The K2 that's produced by bacteria. It is one of the few known factors, one, to prevent arterial calcification. In other words, to keep developing calcium in the arteries. And it by itself stimulates bone strength. Even though it doesn't build bone density, it stimulates bone strength. And that's a good point. We're talking about strength. Density is one thing. Density cannot predict fracture. We don't like to see people lose a lot, but the bone density tests are going to be replaced. They have got a lot of problems with them. Mm. They can't predict fracture. There's 90% of them have errors. Wow. It, yeah, they, they, they will. Wow. Be yeah. That is big news. A lot of people <laughs> would rely on those. So, okay. So, so those are out and you need a 6% change. This was developed by Susan Ott, who put a hundred people on her machine, a doctor walked them around the room, measured them again. You need a five or 6% change to just be sure it's not placement on the machine. And this was a highly calibrated machine. When you go to your doctor's office, who knows the calibration or if the technician knows what they're doing. So that will be replaced soon. We don't like to see continued loss. Like your group, they should be stable, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if you're losing 
and you always pay attention. You know, the T score compares you to young people. The Z score compares you to people your own age. You never want the Z score. When the Z score is minus two, or even if your people, the T score is minus two, if you're pre-med, you want to get a complete workup to see what is the cause. And my, we have championed over years women asking and demanding for a workup to see, are they losing calcium in the urine? Do they have high cortisol? Is a parathyroid a problem? Are they on medicines that damage bone? So the medical workup is called the medical osteoporosis workup. I printed, published the document. It's right on better bones. All of this stuff is included in the retreat. And one big step of our program is assessing what's really going on here mm. and what is, are there hidden problems we don't see and how to correct those if they come wow. out. So. Yeah, it's, it, it's sophisticated now, you know, but, but it, you have to kind of get an interest. You have to say, let me make fun of it. Let me, because it's good for the whole body, we say use bone health just as an entryway to improve a window of opportunity. If you have a bone health crisis, just, or a concern, or even you say, look, geez, my grandmother fractured, I don't want to end up like that. Then you use this as a window of opportunity to learn and you can explore all your health through that window. It's mm -hmm. not just about bone. Wow. Yeah, that's fantastic. Cause I, I truly believe as well that minerals specifically are the building block of everything. And when we don't have our minerals, we don't have a lot. I mean, we don't have our ability to break down, uh, create stomach acid, which means we're not going to break down proteins and other things. There's so many ways that it's connected. So I, I truly right, exactly saying. One thing you mentioned kind of earlier on, I just want to kind of maybe end on this because you've mentioned how stress impacts our bone health. You've mentioned the six reasons why young people should pay attention. You've mentioned um, putting load on the bones, avoiding excessive alcohol. You mentioned sugar. You mentioned um, making sure that we're eating an alkaline diet, which you have tons of resources on what that all means. And I'm curious, you mentioned about processed foods being an issue. And now is that because of there's a link between inflammation and osteoporosis? Um, can you talk about that? Because we know, of course, that all disease really begins with inflammation. So I'd love to hear your take on that. And inflammation is essentially repair gone wrong. The body's trying to repair a tissue. It, doesn't, it breaks down old tissue, but it doesn't have the wherewithal to replace the new tissue. And it's very linked to antioxidant deficit. And in fact, much of osteoporosis is related to antioxidant deficit. We think the three control factors of osteoporosis are pH and acid condition, antioxidant deficit, and this hormonal imbalance, neuroendocrine imbalance, um, greatly induced by stress. So yeah, antioxidants, inflammation, the alkaline diet is a very anti-inflammatory diet, as is every diet, high in fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. It sounds like you're doing a great job with your people. And, I yeah, that's what we focus on. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we look at nutrient density, minerals. We look at gut health because obviously not just what we eat, but how well we absorb it. Um, and we focus on stress and how can we create a stress toolbox so that because stress is always going to be there, but how can we manage it? What's our choice like there? You know, sometimes exactly. we have a choice on how we respond to stress. And you know, I Hashimoto's, I which I've put into remission. I've had IBS that I put into remission. There's so many things that we're told we can never do anything about that we really can. And it starts, like you said, with that belief that I, I can do this. I want to do this. This is my focus. And I'm going to stand up for myself. And I'm standing up for myself so that I can also stand up for my kids, my partner, everyone else in my life and pave the way um, so that it, it's a ripple effect. And that's really what our mission here is to empower and educate women 
um, on all these different aspects of health so that they can continue to thrive because we can't really do anything if we don't have our health. No, exactly. And you're doing a great job. You cover so many aspects. I would say for you, join the, do the retreat because you'll learn a ton. So you could help your people better. You can I help can't them. wait. I'm definitely doing the retreat. You guys, everyone to do this retreat. I'm going to put the link. Oh, yeah. in the, in and the and if you notes. get, if you get your group to do it, then you could have a subgroup where you really, we have breakout groups and stuff. You could have your own breakout group, but even when Fun. you get back, you follow up with that because here's the thing. If you want to live a long time, it's very, and you want to live healthy a long time, just look at older people. What do you want? Starting with bone is a great idea. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait. I'm so excited to dive into all your materials. And this has just been so eye-opening. This is not a topic that I knew a ton about except for to weight lift. And I, of course, know about vitamin K and magnesium and all those things. So this has just been incredible. Well, you know a little. You know a little, girl. Don't underestimate yourself. <laughs> so let me, let me just repeat. Betterbones.com, where we have, we can sign up for the retreat. You can get the vitamin D test kit. You can get the Outgrown for Life kit. You can get my books, whatever you want. And we, we're offering a 10% discount from betterbones.com. And the code is She Talks Health. Just yeah. put it in there, get on board. And uh, we're going to we're gonna empower every, every interested woman. My goal is can be empowered to take charge of her bone health. Mm. Absolutely. And you're right on board with that. So we're going to, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. You guys, you know where to go. We'll put all those links into the show notes. Thank you so much oh, for spending time person. with us. Yeah. And thank you. Thank you. You're, you're moving the word ahead. You're helping out. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Brown and everyone. We'll see you in a couple of weeks for the next podcast for the She Talks Health podcast. I hope this episode got you one step closer to achieving your optimal health. If you liked this episode, please spend a few seconds to rate it so more women can find this resource. Be sure to tune in for more women's health support next week on the She Talks Health podcast. And in the meantime, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at She Talks Health. I have an open door DM policy. No question is stupid and I'm always here for you.